to another episode of Untapped Potential right here on TDN Radio. Happy New Year to you. Happy, happy New Year. I hope that your New Year is off to a productive, a relaxing, uh, a healthy New Year. And I hope that you have set important goals for this year, 2022. I don't think that any of us are complaining about the fact that 2021 is now in the review mirror. So if this in the review mirror, so if this is your first time joining us, I am Dr. Simone and we come here each and every week to get powered up for the week ahead. So we enjoy some great music, an interesting guest or an interesting in a program and then we always leave with some tips for the day. So if you're celebrating a birthday, an anniversary, or you're celebrating life, I want to wish you happy birthday, happy anniversary, and happy life celebration. So I hope that you had a great Christmas break, a great um, two weeks off like I did. So unfortunately, we were not here for two weeks, but it is so good to be back on your radio. So good to be back with you. We were off to New York for two weeks and we finally got to see our friends and our family after two years of dealing with COVID-19 and all the complications that came with COVID-19. So it was great. It was great to just sit around and talk and, you know, make merry and eat some wonderful Dominica and Haitian food. So again, I hope that you had a great Christmas holiday break, and now you're rejuvenated and ready to go for the 2022 year. So again, uh, today we have another great program for you. So don't forget to let everyone know that we are here for Untapped Potential. So I thought we could get this year started off with an interview that I just did with the National Joint Action Committee of Dominica. So NJAM, you may be familiar with this organization. They're all about uh, the democratic rights of Dominica, the need for free and fair elections. So I wanted to highlight them because, you know, this year I am starting a very important initiative. The theme for all my programming that I do this year, whether it be through Untapped Potential, through Roots Connections on Q95 FM, or all my other Facebook uh, programming on Push Past 10, the theme is going to be walking the talk. Because I think we spend so much time talking about what needs to be done, but I think we need to spend even more time focusing on what, uh, what we are doing. So I want us to be action focused this year. And that is exactly what NJAM is doing. So I thought that I would bring you a portion of the interview that I did with them via Facebook Live. As a matter of fact, the new chairman, Mr. Kent Vital, contacted me to host the official launch of NJAM. And I was more than honored to do so on January 1st. So I'll bring you a portion of the interview. I'll share it with you right here on Untapped Potential. And of course, you know, for the rest of the interview, the entire interview, including the featured address by Mr. Kent Vital, you will be able to 
listen to that via pushpast10.com. So again, P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T, the number 10.com, uh, we'll have the entire interview, including the featured address by Mr. Kent Vital. So let's enjoy this number from King Dice Decale, which means to destroy, as you know, after, uh, after Christmas comes Carnival in Dominica. So we are already getting set and I want you to stay tuned for after the interview, after the program, towards the end of the program, we're going to talk more about walking the talk and about an important initiative that I am spearheading with the uh, Houston Afro uh, Creole Music Festival, a group which has about 140 thousand followers on Facebook. Yeah, I had never heard <laughs> such a number in terms of followers, but they have an incredible amount of followers. So you certainly want to stay tuned until the end of the program to hear how we are going to collaborate together and we are going to walk the talk and put some money into the pockets of our entertainers who have been out of work now for about two years. So two years of unemployment for our entertainers since there's no carnival. There hasn't been a Creole festival in Dominica for two years now. So a lot of people are unfortunately suffering. So I thought, why not do something about it? So again, stay tuned until the end of the program to get more information about this important initiative. So let's enjoy this number from King Dice Decale as we get the program off and running today. Take a little damn, my God. 
Has your income been impacted by COVID-19? Are you on track with securing your family's financial future? Let Badui Financial Services be your guide in this ever-changing world. From budgeting and finally eliminating your debt to protecting your income and leaving a financial legacy for your family. Badui Financial Services is your one-stop shop for securing your financial future. Give them a call today at 864-607-1361. That number again, 864-607-1361. Badui Financial Services, Integrity and Service is our commitment to you. Give them a call. We have Mr. Kent Vital, we have Mr. Loftus Durand, Johnson Boston, Mr. Tony LeBlanc, uh, Mr. Severa McKenzie, John Elu Charles, David Edwards. So we have quite a number of participants here to tell us all about the important work that NJAM is doing. So if you're familiar with NJAM, you know that NJAM is a nonprofit organization based in Dominica, comprising of interested members, interested individuals. NJAM intends to be at the forefront of galvanizing and organizing a national movement towards achieving better sustainable development results, protecting democracy, and improving the democratic governance of Dominica. So NJAM intends to be action-oriented. The central efforts of NJAM will involve seeking to economically empower Dominican people, inspiring young people, and be involved in the efforts of attaining a better future and securing free and fair elections for Dominica. Uh, the ultimate desire of NJAM is that civic groups, political organizations, faith-based organizations, labor unions, and the citizenry in general will support the movement and uh, participate in organized efforts of NJAM. So, so again, we just mentioned who is joining us um, today. Uh, I don't see Bernard Allen, but we have a couple of other members of NJAM who would like to just say a quick word as we get the program off and running. So they will just uh, say a quick word and then we will have three presenters who will present more information about NJAM as well as an, an, on an important topic, electoral reform. That is one of the mandates that NJAM has taken on. And then we will also give you an opportunity to ask any questions or uh, make any comments on Facebook as well as YouTube. So again, if you're just logging in and you want to ask a question, you can do so on facebook.com or youtube.com. You simply type in push past 10, one word, 
P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T, the number 10 on YouTube or on Facebook if you would like to ask a question. So without any further ado, let us hear from the members who are represented um, here today. So we will go ahead and start with you, Mr. Johnson Boston, as you unmute your mic and you tell us a word or two. Well, good afternoon to you, Simon, and to all of you on the panel. And of course, uh, very happy New Year to, to you all, Simon, you and the rest of the panel, and those in the audience and listeners on Kyrie and Q FM. Uh, today is the first of the month of January 2022. And I think it's a good time for us to start to put serious and positive um, actions into motion so we can continue to work in the best interest of our country and our people. And of course, NJAM is very important to Dominica as a group, an organization that will coordinate the work that needs to be done to unite our people, to focus on themselves and the good of our country and to empower themselves. In fact, our theme for today is so appropriate, which speaks about advocacy. Let me just get it um, quickly there which speaks about advocacy, right, strengthening, strengthening advocacy, democracy, economic opportunities, share the national pie. So that means that um, we want to ensure that our democracy remains intact, we want to ensure that our country grows, we want to ensure that democracy works for all of us, and we want to ensure that whatever our country produces, is not for a particular set of people, but for the entire population. And Dominicans at home and Dominicans abroad must use this year, 2022, as a year to continue to unite our effort, our professions, our resources for the good of our country and our people. So again, my name is Johnson Boston, and I'm very pleased to be on this panel this afternoon. Yes, thank you for that, Mr. Boston. So we also see another member of the committee, another member of NJAM who is joining us, Mr. David Edwards. Um, he is the regional consultant on education, innovations, uh, project management, and strate strategic planning. So he will say a couple of words as well. So David, the floor belongs to you. Thank you, Simon. Uh, and... Uh... Good afternoon to all our listeners. Happy New Year to all of you, uh, wherever you are today. We are very happy that you have taken time off your New Year's festivities to join us. We promise to share with you our very important information on our vision, our work, and our projections, and uh, we hope that at the end, you will be sufficiently uh, motivated to um, join us uh, and to support our efforts in, in assisting to make Dominica a better place for all Dominicans. So again, welcome, and uh, we hope you will enjoy this exercise. Thank you, Simon. Yes, thank you for that. And we are also joined by the public relations officer of the group, a small business owner and social and community activist, Mr. Loftus Dura, who will give us a few words as we get the program off and running. All right. Thank you very much. Let me say a special good afternoon to Dr. Matthew. Thank you for taking on the noble task this afternoon, Dr. Matthew, for being the moderator of this afternoon's NJAM relaunching, as it were. We want to thank you very, very much for that. Um, I want to thank as well all the panelists here with me this afternoon. I want to thank as well all the persons on the various media platforms to include Q95, Kyrie FM, Facebook page, and whatever social media platform you are listening and looking at this relaunch of the NJAM, revamped NJAM, let me say a special good afternoon to each of all you. And yes, it will be a very, very interesting and informative um, time here this afternoon with NJAM. So I want to thank you and keep your ears glued to what will be dispensed here this afternoon as we look into the future to make Dominica a much better and prosperous place for all. Thank you. 
Yes, thank you, uh, Loftus. Thank you for those words. And now we will go into the presentation segment of the program and our first presenter who will tell us, give us some more information of exactly what NJAM, the National Joint Action Movement, exactly what NJAM is all about, will be Mr. John E. Lou Charles. He is an attorney at law, uh, a legislative drafter, a court-appointed mediator, and he is also uh, an educator, a sports administrator with a background in natural science. Mr. Charles is currently a member of two professional organizations, namely the Dominica Bar Associ Association and the Commonwealth Association of Legislative Council and two community-oriented organizations, namely the Somerset Sports Club and the Committee of Concerned Citizens. So Mr. Charles, you can go ahead. Let's make sure that your mic is unmuted as you tell us more about NJAM. That's good afternoon. Thank you, Dr. Matthews. And welcome to the listeners of this program, those in Dominica and without Dominica. As highlighted and, 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 and presented by the moderator, my name is John L. Charles, and I have a, sh a few minutes to tell you in brief what is NGEM, the National Joint Action Movement. NGEM is a national organization comprising citizens of Dominica, both within and without Dominica with a vision to become the leading voice in Dominica that advances and promotes the interests of Dominica to achieve the development objectives of the state. However, NGM will focus strongly on the development of the individual, in particular the youth, and it will be action-oriented, interfacing with the key institutions of the state and the functionaries and the major civic institutions, whether it is faith-based or otherwise. NGEM is established from memorandum of understanding and associated bylaws, which provide details on the manner in which NGEM operates. This can be made available to persons who are interested in joining and by contacting us. However, NGEM seeks to operate as a unified national voice. We, we are concerned about the fragmentation and the division within our society for one reason or another. And in seeking to address the burning issues and to hold our elected representatives accountable for the management of the state resources with a view of promoting and sustaining sustainable development, good governance, and thereby seeking to prevent the erosion of our electoral democracy, our constitutional democracy. These terms will be used interchangeably, electoral democracy and constitutional democracy. And I want to advise and inform that the goals and objectives of NJAM are not inconsistent with the goals, objectives, and standards contained in international instruments, respecting, among other things, human rights, good governance, accountability by elected officials, transparency in the management of states, in particularly small island developing states. And NGEM therefore intends to achieve its goals and objectives through active participation that was highlighted, effective interaction, with the appropriate institutions. But the active participation involves the citizens. The citizens have to be involved. They have to be mobilized. And this participation will come through specific activities and programs spearheaded by working groups, which will enjoy a high degree of operational independence in fact, the central body, decision-making body, will really be the working groups operating with the executive. 
And we have to be pragmatic, pragmatic in the sense that we need to be mindful of the economic vulnerabilities of Dominica as a small island developing states. And as such, NGEM intends to focus on such activities that will seek to ensure that the government of Dominica implements good public debt management policies, that the government of Dominica develops, applies, and adheres to fiscal responsible policies, and generally the government enacts good modern laws, including modern electoral laws. In seeking our aim to ensure a forward march and development of Dominica as a people, there are some areas that we will highlight, but they are not limited to these areas. The aspect of respect for human rights, that, that's critical on our agenda. Law and order, management, management of crime and violence. And having regard to the operational independence of the police force. Another area of interest is accountability for state resources that we have highlighted and electoral reform. And if possible, unnecessary constitutional reform. There are other areas of critical importance, such as environmental concerns, the development of sectoral areas like agriculture, manufacturing, tourism research, dealing with the economic employment of the individual. And generally, the safety of workers, labor and human resource development, and with a special emphasis on the development of skills and the movement of our community nationals within the OECS and within CARICOM. And there was a time when Dominica was very proud of its skilled persons, its craftsmen. So very, that's very, very important to us. Another critical area of interest is access to information and the sharing if, of information. And NGM recognizes the importance of technology and social media. So these will be used effectively. And to that end, we will have a communication working group that will seek to guide us as we reach out to persons mindful that some of the citizens of Dominica do not reside within the territorial landscape of Dominica. So therefore, from this presentation, what you have said so far, it would mean that NJAM in its decision-making process must have regard to social, cultural, economic, religious, and political considerations. And it doesn't mean that NGM will shy away or intend to avoid the political consideration, even if some of these will be controversial. We aim, and it's a tall order, to ensure that the government and the citizens understand and develop a better understanding of the principles of electoral democracy, as I said, constitutional democracy, including the rule of law, and some of the democratic principles that are reflected in the constitution of Dominica. It's very important that we do some reading and understand and give meaning to it. To that end, if you bear with me, I must highlight that our system of democracy in Dominica is characterized by a number of standards of correctness as regards behavior and speech. Some of these standards of correctness and norms or tests, they have been clearly expressed. Some have been clearly established. Others have been accepted and a few have been assumed. They are standards and they are objective standards and we need to talk about them in simple language and if you permit me some of the well-known ones are the right to establish political parties without hindrance from the state fair and equal access to the free 
press and the public press, freedom of association, freedom of personal opinion, and more importantly, the restricted power that is given to the executive. A lot of us believe that the executive has unlimited power. No, we have a constitutional democracy and the power given to the executive is restricted by laws. We need to be mindful of that. But in recent times, and some of the factors that motivated the establishment of NGEM is that we have witnessed certain changes to that restricted executive power. And they have brought about that changes by the use of certain laws and rules in selective ways to punish individuals who dare to question certain actions and decisions of the ex executive or to express an opinion that does not align fully or closely with the positions being advanced by the executive. And you're punished for expressing your freedom of, of opinion. And coupled with that, we have seen an undermining of independent elements in the society and a concerted effort to hide information that ought to be made public. And sometimes we ask ourselves, are they conscious of it? And let me give you a simple example. Following the elections in, in 2019, there was some training for those parliamentarians who were returned and those newly elected parliamentarians. And it was done by the Commonwealth Parliamentary Association. That's a normal practice in strengthening parliament. It is done throughout the Caribbean. Anguilla, Trinidad, it's a normal part of the support of the Commonwealth Parliamentary Association to strengthen our parliament. And we had one, one was, such a training was carried out during the period 23rd to 25th September in the year 2020, just a few months, about 10 months after. And a report has been published about this training workshop, which was carried by virtual means. And a report has been published. That report can be found on the website of the Commonwealth Parliamentary Association. Because of the work I do, I get access and I became aware of it. But I question how many Dominicans have copies of it, how many parliamentarians themselves have, have had copies of it. And I go to parliament often and have not seen a copy, a hard copy of that report. But that report has very important information in it. They give us some guidelines as regard the key principles that underlie the purpose of the standing orders of parliament. And I can just highlight about six of them. One of the key principles of the standing orders of our parliament, that, that is the set of rules that govern how people behave in parliament. Things like accountability of the executive to parliament, one of the objectives of, of NJAM. The right of each member in parliament to speak freely, another objective of, NG, of NJAM. The recognition of the rights of the opposition in the face of the executive, another objective of NJAM. Equality of the status of every member in parliament. No member is greater than the other in parliament because they are all members of parliament. Another concern of, of, of NJAM, upholding the dignity and decorum of parliament. The question of behaving properly. We highlighted the standards of correctness in behavior and speech. Another objective of NJAM, it doesn't run away from it, and the supremacy of the constitution. That would be wonderful reading material for the people of Dominica, but it is hidden. Although it is on the website, yes, what is hidden? Nobody talks about it. However, notwithstanding that workshop, we have witnessed 
the operation of parliament in recent times when they when these very principles have been ignored with impunity and i don't need to give examples of it they're, they're well known by, by dominican we have seen some of the recording on the internet and some of us who listen and, and, and follow parliament another concern of us that that has disturbing implication for the future of this country is the failure to develop appropriate standards and programs that deal with an issue that has created problems for us in all the political parties. It's an issue of leadership succession in politics, whether it is succession in the political parties themselves or whether it's succession in government. And this has created a lot of problems, and you will be hearing more about it, about the manipulation of the electoral process and attempt to manipulate the electoral laws, including a proposal to make an exception to bribery in the electoral laws. Can, can you imagine that? So these are things that are of concern to us. And in closing, I would um, like to re-emphasize that the establishment of NJAM was triggered by the occurrence of certain national events that resulted in economic, social, and political turmoil in Dominica, and that put the health, education, career, business, and economic future of many Dominicans at risk. We are witnessing the erosion of electoral democracy in Dominica at a rate and at an alarming rate, I must say, which is faster than the rate at which our rivers in Dominica are disappearing. My fellow Dominicans, wherever you are, I appeal to you and on behalf of NJAM to open your eyes to what is happening. I thank you. Yes, thank you for that, Mr. Charles. So as we can see, NGEM has quite a bit on its plates, quite a bit of mandates that it will be undertaking to move Dominica along. So moving along with the conversation, moving along with the program today, our next presenter will be Mr. Severe McKenzie. Um, and he is the deputy chairperson of NJAM. He is an architect by profession uh, with postgraduate training in design and construction of uh, seismic resistance structures. And he is also involved in disaster risk management. He's the managing director of McKenzie Architectural and Construction Services and Nature Island Paper Products, Inc., the only toilet paper company on island that has been out of operation since Hurricane Maria. So let us give a warm welcome to Mr. Severa McKenzie as he unmutes his mic to make his presentation. Thank you very much, Dr. Simon Matthew. Let me take the opportunity to wish all those on the panel and yourself and all those who are within the reach of our voices this evening a productive, prosperous 2022 and that we'll be looking forward for progress. If we were to, if we were in person, I would maybe have asked a show of hands and asked the following question. How many of the people who are listening are satisfied with the state of affairs in Dominica today as it relates to the economy um, social, cultural, and political environment in the country. I would just have liked to ask this question. And maybe somebody, some of you who are on the chats and on the Facebook could maybe just send a comment to say, give us an idea as to how satisfied we are of what is going on in the country today. So as we approach the 50th anniversary of as an independent nation, there is much concern about the state of the Commonwealth of Dominica 
and the assessment can be done through some self-examination by just taking an honest look at the various facets of development in our country. Or we can just simply compare with our neighbors within the OECS and CARICOM to see how well we are doing or not doing. The prevailing, the, the prevailing conditions in the country are not good for the well-being of the population. And there are clear indications of devastating effects of such conditions. A high level of anger exists within the population. And if it continues, we may only witness an annihilation of a population which will be replaced by the obvious conquerors who are quietly taking over our beloved country. History has shown how entire populations have been displaced and the prospects of Dominica going through this process is not far-fetched. The signs are in plain view. Is there any reason why Dominica did not have a population census in this cycle? Because we are accustomed for every decade that we have a population census to know how our population and to look at the demographics and all the other information. Is it to be blamed on COVID? Or are Dominicans not interested in whatever is happening with the population? Because I'm sure we'll recognize that there has been a significant change. Those who control the national pie are angry. The few who enjoy the national pie are angry. And those who are denied part of the national pie are justifiably angry. So this means we can understand that we have a problem in the country, that those who still have a level mind can and should come forward to try to see how we take the situation under control. It appears that we are about one generation away where the nursing homes will be the primary caregivers for the elderly as we witness the exodus of our youth from the island. The average educated and qualified young person does not see a future in the Commonwealth of Dominica. The level of crime among our, of the youth population is of concern. And this is one of the reasons for the establishment of NJAM. To give our young people hope that the nature island still has a chance of creating the enabling environment for citizens to prosper. Whereas we recognize the political divide and the consequences that it is having on the development of the country, we recognize that one of Dominica's main problems is economics and the inability of an increasing percentage of Dominicans to survive without degrading themselves to the mendicancy syndrome. We grew up with the mantra from our grandparents that hard work is the key to, sex, to success, success. But today, the hard-working Dominicans are the ones most sus subjected to systemic state discrimination and victimization. This is because the hard-working independent Dominicans are the thinkers and who do not fear and do not depend on the state for their survival. We witness a high level of political intolerance in Dominica today, where many decent citizens have retreated into silence, a torturing silence that results into severe stress. We are experiencing a situation where persons are afraid to speak in fear of their views being reported to either side of the political tribes. And then they become subjects of ridicule and in some cases, subjects of character assassination. It appears that the days when DBS radio had this popular advertisement to the effect of that said, we have to agree to disagree is now history. 
NGM intends to create an avenue where Dominican citizens can regain their voice to communicate freely without any fear of being reported to the powers that be and that they are not deprived of their rights to employment opportunities, to housing and other benefits of the state or the necessities that they have a right to. We wish to express our appreciation to the management of Q95 Radio and Kyrie FM Radio for allowing this activity to be broadcast live on their respective radio stations and also to send a memo to the nation's station that the time is coming when they have to change their mode of operation. Because only a people who are exposed to all sides of a discussion can be considered knowledgeable and informed. NJAM is not a political party. In fact, with, this, with what is happening, I believe that Dominica needs a paradigm shift from the political party culture, which is destroying the moral fabric of the nation, a vestige of our colonial past. It would be a good challenge to seek an alternative method of governance instead of this calculated mechanism of divisiveness that we inherited, where they claim we must have government and opposition and they have to be fighting each other. NJAM will not shy away from con confronting political issues. In fact, it always amuses me when I listen to politicians accusing powerless citizens of playing politics. They enjoy political power, but scare citizens from getting involved in politics. Are we satisfied that the next generation of Dominicans may not have access to the little piece of land that we have, while foreigners seem to be purchasing all at a very high price? Should the Arab House of Culture be closed almost four years after Hurricane Maria? Or is it a calculated attempt to stifle cultural expression? Are Dominicans incapable of taking over the facility at the Ross University to develop a homegrown research and development institution that will put that we can put in put into use the brains of the nation at home and abroad? Are Dominicans, in, are Dominicans capable of developing a sustainable project for the exploitation of our water resources while our Caribbean brothers are yearning for our water? Should Bello Products, Lubia Water, Kobilibia, and all the other private sector enterprises be allowed to disappear in the manner that they are doing? Are we satisfied that the legalization of marijuana we are young people allowed to smoke a spiff freely on the streets. This is the best way that we can take advantage of all the possibilities of production of cannabis for medicinal purposes. Are we satisfied with the condition of our capital city of Roseau, 43 years after political independence, and we've got a foreigner telling us what Roseau should look like? Are we satisfied with the judicial system where persons no longer take legal action against those who infringe on their rights because they are frustrated of the amount of time people it has to take to resolve matters through the courts? Are we satisfied with the academic performance of our students while a few of the top while a few at the top excel with maximum grades, but the vast majority of our students meet the basic minimum standards and we are breeding a new type of illiteracy. Are we satisfied with our, our, our architectural landscape? Where monstrous colonial style buildings are being constructed without local participation while our professionals languish. Is it acceptable 
that the government can proceed to construct an international airport under the veil of secrecy, where the critical issues are, are not made available, where the critical studies are not made available, and the design of the facility is still a mystery? Can we continue to accept pegs in tri square pegs in triangular holes? At one time, it used to be round, um, square pegs in round holes. But it was discovered recently that it is easier, it is very easy to put a square in a circle. But it is very difficult to put a, a square. If you live in Canada, the US, and the UK, and are looking for Dominica products, including cocoa sticks, bay rum, coffee, soaps, crafts, and other popular Dominica items, then look no further. You can now shop on buydominicaonline.com, a secure, easy-to-navigate website selling a wide variety of Dominica-made and Dominica-inspired products. When you shop on buydominicaonline.com, you are helping to grow Dominica's economy. Go to buydominicaonline.com and enjoy home away from home. Just joining us, we've been listening to a portion of the official launch of the National Joint Action Movement out of Dominica. So again, this is a committee, a movement dedicated to moving Dominica forward. So just a reminder that that was only a portion of the interview, and I will go ahead and post the entire program on Push Past 10, so you will be able to hear from for example, the featured address by the chairman, Mr. Kent Vital. So again, we want to thank them for inviting me to host the program, as well as for uh, coming on the platform and talking about all the important work that they are gearing up to do in 2022. So as we move along with the program, we always have a tip of the day um, for you and this week is no exception but I will go ahead and pause for a minute while I look up some information that I was hoping to share so let's take a quick look but in the meantime let me go ahead and tell you about all the other wonderful programming that we are working on for 2022. So as I mentioned before, in the beginning, we are doing what we are calling walking the talk for 2022. Because I know, you know, there's a, there's a joke, a running joke in Dominica that the reason Dominicans like to talk so much is because there's a parrot on the... <laughs> on the flag, right? So because we have a parrot on our flag, we love to talk. And unfortunately, sometimes that talk takes us nowhere. But I want us to do more than talking this year. So this year, I want us to spend some time actually doing what we talked about, what we've been talking about for years. And one of those major things that we have been talking about for far too long is um, empowering Dominicans through economic opportunities. And I think that this year has been the perfect opportunity. 2021 was the perfect opportunity to begin this started, right? So 2021, with everything that has gone on with the, in the world in terms of um, COVID-19, and unfortunately, as we can see, COVID-19 is still raging through the entire world. So I think we missed an opportunity in 2021 to completely pivot towards online environment so through digital um the digital digital economy embracing e-commerce so i want us to move towards that direction in 2022. So here's what we're doing. You know, so many of our entertainers have been out of business for the last years, as I mentioned in the beginning, that I thought, why not try to collaborate with an even bigger platform? So there came in Mr. Glenn Bannis from the uh, Houston Creole Music Afro Music Festival. And like I mentioned in the beginning, he has an audience of about 140,000 followers. 
So we're going to collaborate and pretty much take the Colin XP model. If you're familiar with Colin XP, she's had tremendous success with regards to going virtual, right? So her entire programs are now offered virtually. And I always wondered, why haven't the DJs, the other entertainers in Dominica simply adopted her model and go virtual as well and be able to earn money? But it's a lot more difficult than it sounds. That's what I've come to realize, that for many of these DJs, they simply do not have the equipment, the knowledge, the access to sponsors such as Colin XP. And don't get me wrong, I'm happy for Colin XP. We're, we, you know, we're friends on WhatsApp. We're back and forth with, with each other all the time, sharing ideas. So I think she's a phenomenal woman. She and Cornell Phillip, we have to say hats off. I hope at some point they will be recognized for their innovative work. But what about the other entertainers who do not have the knowledge, who do not have the access to the technology that they need, and who do not have the know-how with regards to access to sponsors. So why not, you know, build that platform so that other entertainers have the access, right? And they're able to earn some money. So that was the simple idea that I came up with. And if you would like more information about our virtual carnival 2022, which is what we are calling it, Dominica's virtual carnival 2022, of course, the flyer is posted on my Facebook page, as well as my website. And as you already know, the name of the website is Push Past 10 P-U-S-H-P. T the number 10.com. And I want to say a very special thank you to TDN Radio because it's through them that we're able to continue to do the Facebook and the YouTube live streaming. So that is the idea. So it is more uh, it, it is more than just talking the talk, right? So here we have TDN Radio, Push Past 10, and the Houston Afro Music Festival all coming together. And what I've been doing is reaching out to sponsors. So, so far we've had, we have three sponsors who've come aboard, uh, Badui Financial Services, who you know is a sponsor of this program. And we, they've just shown incredible support for everything that we do. We have Buy Dominica Online, who will be a sponsor. And then we have a t-shirt company called Proper Things, who will be a support. And of course, TDN Radio is a support because uh, a sponsor because they provide the platform right? So it is it's sometimes it's just more than just monetary support that we are looking for. Some, sometimes we just need the support in kind. So if you're thinking, wow, over 140,000 followers on Facebook, an audience that large, I certainly want to get a piece of that pie and do some advertising during this time, then I encourage you to send me an email at pushpast10 at gmail.com, P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T, the number 10 at gmail.com. So you and your company, whether you have, you know, a product, a service, a, a company that you're trying to get more exposure from, then I certainly invite you to send me an email so you too can receive the benefit of this incredible uh, audience that we will be having. So the program will start off from January 15th. That is going to be next Saturday. And we are going to have a couple of DJs. And depending on how it goes, who knows what else we can put on, right? Because the sky's the limit. I think there are so many possible possibilities with regards to engaging an online uh, audience because, for example, they are around the world. So we're going to be able to target people not only in Dominica, but we're going to be able to reach people far and wide. So I am certainly excited about this opportunity as we can continue to build our international village and we continue to tap in and we continue to engage audiences and we continue to collaborate as we continue to walk the talk. So certainly some very exciting news and I hope that you will join us and be a part of this movement in one way or the other, whether, you know, when the program is live on YouTube and Facebook, you simply share it, right? So maybe you're unemployed, maybe you don't have the 
the resources to make a donation because we will be seeking donation from the audience as well. But a simple, a simple share of the event will take the event even further. More exposure, more sponsors, more uh, donations. As a matter of fact, the flyer has already gotten 42 shares. So 42 people saw the importance of what we're trying to do and simply decided to share it. So again, very exciting news. I cannot wait to get started. We're just putting everything in place right now to ensure that the program uh, goes off very well and everything that we need is in place. So I did not forget about the tip for the day, the tip for this week, and what I thought would be important, talking about the digital environment, because now everything has gone online. So we need to embrace online, whether it's for banking, whether it's for business, whether it's for school, work, we just have to simply embrace the online environment. Because look at the Omicron variants. Look at the Omicron variant. As a matter of fact, when we came back here to Georgia on Sunday night, well, actually one o'clock in the morning on Monday morning, because, you know, the chaos at the airport, don't get me started on that. <laughs> but when we came back, I came back to an email that my daughter was supposed to go back to school on Tuesday, today. And now school has been delayed until next Monday, January 10th right? Because the Omicron uh, variant is quickly spreading. So we have to embrace the online environment because we have no clue when all of this is going to pass. So the tip for this week, essential apps to make 2022 your best year ever. And in case you're wondering, this is from PCMag.com. So PCMag.com, again, PCMag.com, essential apps to make 2022 your best year ever. And it begins by saying it's a new year and everywhere you look, online, TV, newspapers, and magazine, someone is championing a new you. But we've all been through far too much in the past couple of years to give in to such pressure from the outside world or even from ourselves. Still, there is something to be said about taking time to recalibrate and practice true self-care. Resolutions can be reframed to instead be things you want to accomplish to lead a calmer, healthier life, especially now, to remove the burden of your sorting through ways to embark on changes, we found some apps that can help. If you need one app, rule them all. If you need one app to rule them all, uh-huh, keep track of your resolutions, progress with strides for iOS or loop for Android. And of course, when you go on the website, you'll be able to see this information. For something a little more specific, check out the list below. And they go into several options that are very helpful, including Grid Diary. That's one of them. For those of us who are looking to eat healthier and smarter, there's My Fitness Plan. There's also food education. So instead of educate, educate, it is food educate. And there's also plate joy, uh, forks over knives, rise up and recover, eating disorder management. So some really wonderful apps. So what I would encourage you to do is just go on pcmag.com and take a look and figure out which of these apps would work better for you. So again, I want to thank you for being here as we come to the end of the program, the end of Untapped Potential uh, on TDN Radio for another Tuesday. We will be back. Very happy to be back with you. As I said in the beginning, we will be back next week, same time, same place, 5.30 Eastern Time, 6.30 Caribbean Dominica Time for another episode of Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone and and don't forget, if you missed 
any past episodes of our program, the podcast is always available on pushpast10.com. And while you're there, don't forget to check out the flyer for our 2022 virtual carnival, Dominica's 2020 uh, virtual carnival. And it's unfortunate because, you know, we don't have the support of the government of Dominica. We don't have the support of the DFC. And I have not heard of any initiatives from the Dominica Festival Committee or the, Domin uh, the government of Dominica. Maybe it's still early and maybe we will hear something soon, but we're going to move forward with our plans because we simply cannot wait for these organizations and the government to help to feed our people and all the suffering that we see in Dominica. So while you're on Pushbuster, you also want to check out the YouTube channel. Click on the YouTube channel if you're looking for any particular interview that you may have missed along the way. So we continue to build our international community. We continue to build our international village. And I look forward to you being more involved in what we're doing as we are adapt the theme, uh, uh, walk the talk for 2022. So again, our theme for 2022, walk the talk. So you will be hearing a whole lot more about how exactly we plan on doing this during 2022. So again, thank you for being here for another episode of Untapped Potential. I look forward to being with you, being in your company next week, Tuesday at 5.30. In the meantime, remember to stay strong, stay positive and stay engaged and active until we meet again next week right here on 